Hello, ladies. Marriage can be a happy, fulfilling partnership that lasts a lifetime. Memories are made and special moments remembered. There are times, however, when major challenges arise. What happens when the A word shows up? Yeah, adultery. In this week's segment, we will discuss how adultery can affect a marriage and how to navigate through the complex layers and challenges unfaithfulness can present. Tune in for the next 30 minutes as we discuss this weighty topic. Let's have a conversation. that you've tuned in today to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. This is our season two, and we're glad that you've joined us. Uh, I want to introduce uh, our table. Of course, I'm Teresa Cooper, your host of Sister Friends, and I have Catherine Young beside me. Catherine is always my co-host, and she's the director of Care Parenting Center. And then some of you may remember Chantal Small, She's back at the table this season, and she's the executive director at Care Parenting Center. And so uh, we're glad that she's here with us for season two again. And we have our special guest, Ms. Dolores Jordan. Ms. Dolores Jordan is in home health care, and she's a seasoned wise woman of God, and she's blessed us to be at the table today. So this is our season two opener. This is our, our, our season two table. And I'm glad that you all are here. So our cup today is uh, transparency because we're going to talk very transparent today. And uh, so these are clear cups. And my cup says fun. And I picked this cup because I just need more fun <laughs> in my life. And, uh, and so that's why I have this. And um, I want each lady to just tell me why you picked the, the cup that you've picked and I want to say in advance, thank you for uh, just being on this episode today. You're welcome. Thank Ms. You. Dolores? Well, I picked this cup because I just love to enjoy life okay. itself. Mm -hmm. I love to have fun. So this cup speaks a lot about my personality. All right. So, Mama like to have yes. fun. Have fun. <laughs> I mean real fun. Yes. Just enjoy life. Okay. Kathy, know. what does your cup say? Mine says enjoy. Okay. Yes. So it's all up from here. I'm going to be 55 in December. And I'm ready to go high and enjoy more of life. Yes. Well, you look beautiful. I'll give you a, you. Yeah, a toast to 55 <laughs> and enjoying life. That's, right. That's what's up. Miss Chantal, what's your cup? Mine says, uh, let love grow. Oh. And you know, it's just a really good reminder that uh, regardless of maybe trials and tribulations mm -hmm. and specifically surrounding people, that you can always let love grow yes. and continue to yes. let trust grow. Yes. Absolutely, yes. let love grow. So transparency, we've just shared a little bit about us right now. I need more fun. Mama Dolores, uh, and, I, and I just, you know, just added the mama to you. Okay. I mean, Miss Dolores Jordan, she loves to turn up, have a good time. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> and Miss Catherine is going to be 55, and she's enjoying her journey of yes. the 50s. Yes. And then Miss Chantal says, <laughs> let love grow. Yes. 
So plant your seeds so that they can water and let love grow. Awesome, ladies. Well, today we're going to be talking about a very serious topic, something that I've been thinking about for quite a while now, ladies. Mm -hmm. And I've thought often about when we talk about the A word, yes. okay, and you say, what's the A word? Adultery. And, uh, and we talk about adultery, and generally when we talk about it, we, we generally um, come from the, the narrative of uh, the male perspective. And the male being the uh, transgressor, the person that's committed adultery. And my husband has this little saying that he always says, who commits adultery? Who, you know, he does this little poll. Who do you think cheats more, men or women? Mm -hmm. And you, you think, and the first response is always, you know, that man. Mm -hmm. You know, and we've all got, you know, a cheater man that we know or just whatever. That's our first inclination. And then he'll say, well, he's cheating with a woman. And I'm like, oh, okay, yes, okay. Um, but really, statistically speaking, they say that 57% um, of men um, commit adultery and 54% of women um, have committed adultery. And again, I go back to generally when we're talking about it, whether it's at the coffee table, whether it's at church, or what, whatever it is, it's generally from the man. Uh, you know, we start with the man. And um, I wanted to talk about, well, what does it look like uh, when it's the woman that is the one that stepped out and done the extra? And then what, what are her thoughts? Because, we, we know, we live in a world um, where just everything generally um, filters through from a male perspective. And I don't know how many, have you guys heard conversations where they're talking about, because usually women are more uh, close to the heart. They keep their secrets real yes. tight. Yes. So they're not, like, talking about it. So, I mean, have you guys heard conversations or had discussions with any of your sister friends that maybe have, you know, cheated um, in marriage? I have, I have had one, and she's around my age. Okay. So po possibly more millennials are maybe more open about it, okay. millennial females. But I've had one, and she has a fantastic just restoration story. Awesome. I love those restoration yeah. stories. Yeah. And so I wanted to uh, talk about that openly. Uh, I wanted to, you know, and I've been married 33 years, um, and in 33 years, you know, full disclosure, uh, we've never experienced adultery, but we've had um, other experiences. Yeah. Yes. And I didn't want, um, if you're watching and you're waiting for the, you know, the, the shoe to drop, uh, we're not talking about this because I've actually experienced it. Um, but when I was a lot younger, ladies, I, you know, in my marriage, I really had, you know, deal breakers. Do, do any of y'all have deal breakers in relationships? Yeah. yeah right. And, and, a, and a deal breaker for yes. me was, it's a deal breaker. If you hit me, it ain't, it just, <laughs> okay. it's a deal breaker. It's, 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 it's done. It's done. I've already yeah. got the hitman team. It's, it's over. <laughs> and then it was adultery. It's, it was, it's done. You know what I'm saying? What, what was your deal breakers? The same thing, if you touch me, but say, I'm going to hit you back. Uh, so, yeah. And then we'll, we'll work it out from now, but you I'm going to hit you back. You're going to hit back. Yeah, and adultery okay. was another one, but as you get older, you revisit some things. And that's where, that mm -hmm. was the, the, the thing that happened to me, you know, after probably year 20, because I've been married 33. Year 20, my mind just started thinking differently about yes. my deal breakers became just different. You know, and I, I thought, what's going on with me? That, that if he made a mistake or if he, you know, cheated, had a one-night stand, all of a sudden that wasn't a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. 
And so it just it tweaks something in my mind to make me think about, okay, then what's that about? You know, and and part of it had to do with the the investment. Yes. Uh, you know, we yes. we've walked the journey so long mm -hmm. now, yes. and and the the love is deeper. You know, when we first we first got married, it was like I don't know. We, I mean, we're gonna yeah. try this thing. I believe it's gonna work. Mm -hmm. But then you hit certain milestones, yeah. and then you're like, okay, we do, we can do this. Yes. You know. Yes. And so the, the the deal breakers change, and so it made me just think about it differently. Um, and so I want to talk about uh, what what that looks like um, when indiscretion shows up in uh, your marriage, and the indiscretion happens to be. Uh, from the female perspective. Mm -hmm. And so Ms. Dolores is so kind that she's going to share her story. Um, as a younger woman, I understand, Ms. Dolores? Yes, as a younger woman, I <laughs> unfortunately, I, I have uh, been the adulterer. I've, I've um, went outside of my marriage. Uh -huh. and But the thing about it was, and it was a good little distance that uh, I went through this okay. for a good little while until I came to myself. And I, it, it's not worth it. Yeah. And so, uh, but I was never caught. Okay. So, not by man. Right. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost got a hold to me. The Holy Ghost, <laughs> the Holy Ghost got a hold I was, of you. I was yes. convicted by the Lord because it wasn't right. And so, if you really love the Lord, you're going you're gonna to heed to his word. You're going right. to heed to it. So. Mm -hmm. But it, it, I was condemned a lot because of it. I, I, I was condemned by the enemy a lot because, so I felt bad, but I never you, told anybody. Right, so I you had self-condemnation self is what you're saying. Right. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Lawrence, because you said um, this is as a younger woman mm -hmm. and that you were, you had an affair and you were involved in this relationship for a long period of a time, you said? A long period of time, yes. And, and, and you were never caught? Never. You <laughs> felt like you got away? I thought I did. You thought you got yes. away? Isn't that something I how sometimes I got away. Um, we go through things in life that we're, um, we feel like we're getting away because yes. the, the people that we're um, having the indiscretion against or that mm -hmm. we're uh, trespassing against because they haven't found out or because right. they haven't discovered it we figure that we're doing we're good you know what I mean but really it's the internal it's the, yes. it's the internal yes. um, part of it that we're never getting away from never, never. and like our parents used to say God has the all-seeing eye yeah you know get away yes. from man but you never get you away from yes. God you yes. know he sees everything um, did you have kids yes I did matter of fact my kids were young they were um, like five and six but what caused the uh, adultery was I was abused a lot. Okay. And neglected a lot. Okay. So in that, you want to be wanted. You want to be needed. You want to be respected. And so those things will cause you to go out mm -hmm. from the home where you can get that attention that, you, right. that you're hungry for. So I was hungry for attention. So and you were so craving something. You were, you were missing, something missing something within your... And, you know, and I think... It's so important. Uh, marriage, uh, Chantal, how long have you been married? 11 years. 11 years. 11 years. Kathy? 27 years. 27 years. Mm -hmm. And in marriage, uh, marriages is like uh, four seasons. Yeah. You know, uh, we have the, our ideals mm -hmm. of what marriage is. And then we get married and we realize that marriages really work. Yes. And even though we can easily say that marriage is God's design, 
He's the one that designed it. He created it. It was yes. his idea. It did. It doesn't take away the work. No, yes. it does. It doesn't take away the you know the the two becoming one and the ripping and the tearing mm -hmm. and the yes. humility yes. and uh, the compromise. The compromise. I think it's. Um, have you guys ever read that book by Gary? I think it's Gary Chapman. Mm -hmm. Five Love Languages. Five yes. Love Languages. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm thinking of a different author, but it, it has to do with um, that God didn't create marriage to make us happy. Mm -hmm. He created it to make us holy. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've often said, I want to say it's Gary Thomas, and it's called Sacred Marriage. And I, I bring that up because many times if we want to work on our Christianity and we want to really practice the fruit of the Spirit right. and, you know, the the love chapter, get married. Yes. Get married. If you want to really know if you are loving like Jesus, come on, yes. Yes. get married because you'll never be more tested. Right. Would y'all agree? Yes. You, your witness will never will be tested the most within your marital relationship because that person sees you every day. They see the real you. Right. You could put on a face in the front and you could dress it all up when you go to work, when you're at school, when you're at church. But it's that husband or it's that wife that really sees the real yeah. you, wouldn't you say, ladies? Yes. 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 Right. And so, you know, you have those four seasons, summers, you know, winter, spring and fall. Mm -hmm. And some and some of those winter seasons in your marriage, mm -hmm. um, you become vulnerable. And it sounds like that's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You become vulnerable because. Uh, your spouse began to get uh, comfortable with you mm -hmm. in the perspective where he don't respect you anymore. So you get, you feel vulnerable, you want to do things mm -hmm. with your husband that he find that he don't seem that he want to do. You, I've always said if you start something in a marriage, you must continue that in a marriage. Wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you did, and that's what happened. He didn't. He didn't finish what he so started. So if you start with romance, if you, if start, you start with mm -hmm. pursuit, you, right. have you have to continue that romance and that pursuit right. um, throughout the duration. And you and, and it, you might have to work at it. Mm -hmm. I think it's most people work. wouldn't you find that they get comfortable? Yeah. Yes. And especially the long. Would you say mm -hmm. the longer you've been married, you get relaxed? And you start taking advantage of those that love you. Right. And, you know, many people probably watching and saying, you know, clutching their pearls. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, it's a temptation we all may have had. Absolutely. Yes. And the Holy Ghost restrains us. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't mean that we don't love our spouses or care about our spouses. It's a temptation. Right. So while some are probably being religious, say, oh, I didn't believe that you do that in the church. Yes, it's a temptation. But for me, you know, I think most times women in my in my own life, I count the cost. Yeah. Yes. I have a great man that I love who loves me. I think about my children. I think about my grandkids. I yes. think about all the people it's going to affect. Right. And it's not worth it for me. Right. right. It's not worth it for me. It doesn't mean that we're perfect all the time. Right. But it's not worth it of what I'm going to lose. Yeah. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I have a mentor of ours. Um, she's a fantastic, phenomenal leader for 50 plus years of ministry. Mm -hmm. She tells us um, a hungry need is a dangerous need. Oh, and uh, she yes. talks about Esau 
and yeah. now he sold his own birthright for mm -hmm. a bowl of stew because mm -hmm. he was hungry and yeah. that need of feeling like I need an emotional need it's in all of us for yes. sure yes. you know but those unmet needs causes the danger of being well can somebody else fill those needs right. so even just being aware of oh I have hungry needs I need to be aware of my hungry needs even if nothing's being done about them but being aware of them so I can put up my boundaries yeah. is probably super wise. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yes. you know, there's a scripture in 1 John 2 and 16, and it says, For the world offers. There's always something offering you, mm -hmm. you know. And, and like you said, the, the, it only becomes um, enticing if, you, if there's a need, mm -hmm. if there's a void, if there's an appetite for it. Mm -hmm. um, for the world offers only craving for physical pleasures. A craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. Mm -hmm. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. That's good. That's so um, we have to make sure that we check our cravings yes. and the things yes. that we're desiring, yes. you know, and make sure that if, even if we have desires, that they're properly placed in the mm -hmm. right, you know, in the right uh, places, right. you know. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we've been married 33 years, and it's just by the grace of God that we've, you know, been able to keep our commitment and our covenant. But there have been times where we've had winter um, times in our marriage where, I mean, it was dry. Yes. It was cold. Yes. I was like, I love you, but uh, I don't like you. Yes. And matter of fact, I need 50 feet. <laughs> you, yeah. you can give me 50. Yes. And then you start realizing, okay, Lucy and Desi? And, you, you know, when you were growing up and you used to see them sleeping in their little separate beds. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I can see how that ha could happen. Mm -hmm. I can yes. see how there could be yes. two separate beds, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but you have to be able to allow and, and invite the Holy Spirit yes. um, into your relationship and into those, those dry seasons mm -hmm. so that you can have a spring when spring comes. That's right. That's right. You know, and I think that's where most people... Um, fall off the map is that they they don't um, understand that even great marriages have dry seasons yes. but they also have spring seasons yes. you know what I mean and even great marriages experience uh, times where, where they feel alone or they feel unfulfilled uh, mm -hmm. and that's where ultimately um, ladies wouldn't you tell me where your relationship with God comes in that's because he is the only one that can completely fill you, mm -hmm. completely. Mm -hmm. and, and that's it, because, you know, after a while in your life, when you come to know the Lord for yeah. yourself, mm -hmm. then he becomes that fulfillment, as you were saying. Yes. So you, those desires that you had in the past, you don't have them anymore. Mm -hmm. Because you learn that your body is, doesn't belong to you. It's right. not your body anymore. Your body belongs to the Lord. Well, let me and ask you this, Mother, because you said you had children. Um, Kathy said that it's her children and the broader impact um, that helps sustain her. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that sustains me is I didn't have two children and I ain't finna get naked for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he created this. You know what I'm saying? These babies birthed this body and I ain't letting nobody else play it. Okay? That's what restrains me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He know all my secrets. Okay, he know all the secrets. Okay? Uh, but tell me what what was it about? Because usually, I mean, you had you had a family, and you were willing to sacrifice. What? Where was your mind? Like, what 
what state, if you, you could even remember that far back? Well, back then, I think it was, I was more selfish and okay. thinking of myself, you know, it's so like, why me, why me? But now, as I've grown in the Lord and I know better, like uh, Pastor uh, Kathy said, it's not worth it. Nothing is worth your, your life, your, your, your children. And even now, I'm married now. And... Uh, Things have, have happened in this marriage, mm -hmm. but I refuse to give up. Yes. I refuse to give up this time, but regardless of the fact, because my, I have a hold on the Lord now. Yes. So when you get a hold on the Lord, you don't lose things that are valuable yeah. to you anymore. Well, let me ask you this. Um, what was it that helped you to get back? Because earlier you said that you, no one, that the, your ex-husband never found out. Mm -hmm. Um, you felt like you dealt with it and it never was really disclosed. So, um, but you had self-condemnation. Um, so how did you move past the self-condemnation? What was it? I know it was the Lord ultimately, but what were some of the steps that helped you to forgive yourself? To forgive. Some of the steps that helped me to forgive myself. Sometimes I ask myself, did, have I really forgiven myself? Those, those are the questions I ask myself. Have you forgiven yourself, Dolores? Mm -hmm. And I don't think I really have. You said you don't think you I really have? I don't think have? I really have forgiven myself because I know that, now that I know, that mm -hmm. it was wrong for what I did. I did it to myself as well, to, uh, to my family, mm -hmm. to my husband, to my children. And like uh, Pastor Kathy said, it, it affects the whole circle. It's not just about you. It's about right. everybody that's connected to you. So I think about the people that it was connected to me. Okay. But you know what I think, too? I think that you said in the beginning you were young. Mm -hmm. Very young. When I was young, I was very foolish. Yeah. Didn't know any better. You didn't, you didn't know any better, even if you were walking with the Lord. You know, he, he reveals himself from glory to glory. Right. You were young. Right. Now you got to look at your now yeah. and see where you are now. You can't be tempted in that no, way no, any no, longer. No. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's for, that, that helps to forgive yourself because yes. all of us were young and foolish Absolutely. at one time. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Yes. Truth of the matter, old and foolish sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes yes. old and foolish, yes. yeah. You know, even dealing with young people, uh, what does psychology tell us? That the frontal part of your brain is not fully developed to your 25, 26. Mm -hmm. And so you're not even thinking of reason and logic at that point either. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, most, most young um, experiences and decisions are made purely just based on emotions. So like yes. you said, feeling the emptiness of it. Yeah. Right. And feeling neglected. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not making excuses for yes. your actions, right. but um, mm -hmm. understanding that um, there were certain things that led that to led. that, that mm -hmm. led to yeah. that. And so that's important. And I, I ultimately, I think once you accepted the Lord into your life, mm -hmm. that took, he took your past, present, and future right. sins, indiscretions, our thoughts, all those things that we've confessed or didn't confess, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, he, and he put them under the blood, and he forgives us of all of, he forgives mm -hmm. us of, all of that. And I think, you know, there's a scripture in Ephesians 4 and 32, um, and if you're able to, to, to get that, that would be great. Um, Ephesians 4 and 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, yes. forgiving each other just as God has for forgave you through Christ. And I say that scripture because it's so important that sometimes we can forgive other people. Yes. We can even forgive. You could probably forgive 
Uh, Miss Dolores could have easily, easier to forgive her ex-husband for neglecting her, for um, not giving her the attention that you know she needs. It's easier to forgive him, but not as easy to forgive yourself. But the same scriptures that we apply to other people and that we give to other people is so important that we give them to ourselves. Yes. You know, yes. you know. Mm -hmm. So, so um, what are, what are your thoughts on that, Chantal? With the forgiveness aspect, yes. Of it? Oh yes. Um, you know, and it's something that you learn from. I mean, I just know from my own stories of just different things I've been through. Um, I help. It helps me to see what I was at a different place with the Lord, um, and specifically with how I viewed myself in the Lord. Yeah. You know, the world teaches you that you're a half person looking for your other half, and mm -hmm. I think I saw this the other day. You know, you're yeah. not a half person looking for your other half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're a whole person That's because really of the Lord. And just even the mindset change that the Lord does in us, like you know, you would probably say, I'm not the same person I was in the Lord no. that I was back then that yeah. I am now. I'm yes. stronger, and, and I'm a pillar of faith now. Amen. Absolutely. That's, That's wise Amen. counsel, Chantal. <laughs> Yes. You know, the scriptures say there is no condemnation to those that, to are, those in Christ that are in Jesus. Christ Jesus. And if our yes. hearts condemn us, God is greater. God is greater, Mother. So, so yeah. I said, okay, Lord. <laughs> I love you that know, scripture. And I love what Jesus said about the lady that was caught in adultery. She said, he said, if anyone condemn you, he said, she said, no one, Lord. He said, well, neither do I condemn you. Mm -hmm. So if Jesus can say, I don't condemn there you, he goes. where do you get the right to condemn yourself? Mm -hmm. And then he said, Go, go and, and sin, sin no, more. no more. Go and no, sin no, no more. more. And what I love about your story, Miss Dolores, is now you're you're in your seasoned yes. part of life. Yes, and so you can share, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You can share with, with women mm -hmm. that it's not worth it. it. Not worth even it. even if your husband is not, you know, paying you the attention or you're or you have that crave. Mm -hmm. Um it the 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 for that moment the season of, you know, the, the, the living out of that sin may bring you pleasure, but the, but the, the wages of it is too high yes, to pay, Lord. you know, emotionally yeah. it's too high to pay, um, the consequences that comes, um, on that other person and uh, on all the other people that's attached. Right. You know, I love Psalms 103 and 14. It says, um, that it just paraphrasing that the Lord knows that we are dust. Yes. You know, sometimes we, we, we approach him or we bring things to him as if he doesn't already know that we're mere men. You know what I mean? Yes. And that we're not, we're in our humanity. You know, we're going to have, you know, failures. But it's what we do with those failures. It, you know, it's, it's the lessons that we learn um, after those, those failures, you know. Um, what are your thoughts, Kathy? You know, I was thinking about, um, we had a marriage gathering here about a month ago, and it was on infidelity. Okay. And so we had a, different couples come out, and um, someone asked me, they said, Pastor Kathy, what stopped you from cheating, uh, mm -hmm. wanting to cheat on Pastor John? And I said, um, I have temptations, not to where I'm out there just looking at men or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. You see... Beautiful Men, things. Beautiful things. Beautiful things, yes. Yes. And so um, I said, but what keeps me from engaging and, and going after those things is I love God. Yes. I love Pastor John, but most of all, I love God yes. more. And yes. the thought of me breaking his heart mm -hmm. outweighs me breaking Pastor John's heart. Yeah, that's And that's so the true. commitment that's to 
you know, my covenant with God. Right. Mm -hmm. My husband always says we all have the Eve complex. We always take our, our eyes off of things that we do have and yes. put down things that we don't. Yes. You know, and I think, you know, if I'm honest, I think social media probably, you know, exemplifies that even more yes. for all of us. Right. You know, and especially yes. the younger generation. Um, they seem so happy, but then in reality, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Right. You know, it's a facade. You know, and there is a, um, a saying that I read a couple days ago, and it says, we want God to okay our plans. <laughs> rather than our fulfilling yes, his plan. Yes, and, yes. and so it goes back to that point yes. about our craves and our desires and that mm -hmm. the, what the world offers, especially through social media, through TV, through books that we read, romance novels, magazines, mm -hmm. always luring us away and stirring us away from what the eye can see and the ear can hear mm -hmm. and, and, and tantalizing, you know. One of the things I, I think that's been really helpful to guard our marriage, me and my husband, is that our communication has always been very open yes. from the very beginning. Yes. You know, and so, you know, we don't we don't shy away from talking to each other about that's any good. temptations. Yeah. And I've said to him on several occasions throughout thirty three years, mm -hmm. I've I've I find Denzel Washington to be yes. actually just <laughs> ravishing. He's a lovely black man. <laughs> and we've been at the movies, and we've been watching a movie, and he'll turn over at me, and he goes, you getting an eyeful? <laughs> and we'll laugh about it. And, and, you know, because, listen, he doesn't stop being a man. I don't stop being a woman, you know, we don't stop having our desires, you know what I'm saying? But at, with, at the same time, the way that we kid and we're open and we communicate with one another, we're also able to communicate, I need more from you, I need more time, or I need you to kiss me more at night, and you know, and those things help keep the romance and the springtime of our marriages alive mm -hmm. so that we don't just live in the winter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like my husband, he, if, you know, if I say something about Denzel uh -huh. or some <laughs> other beautiful now that's, man. you got to find a different man. <laughs> yeah, that's, He'll that's say, mine. um, they're a snack. <laughs> I say, okay, come on through, Mr. Entree. Be an entree. So we chuckle and we okay. laugh about that. And it's no jealousy. Because <laughs> like, like you, we have kept communication <laughs> open. We can laugh. We right. see beautiful things. But ultimately, we know we love one another. Right. We Absolutely. count the cost of it. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, Miss Dolores, is there anything else you want to share with us about your experience? Well, my, from my experience, I would say to anyone out there, it's not worth it. Yeah. It is not worth it. When you go back and you look at what you have done in the past, you will regret it. Mm -hmm. So take my word. Don't do it. It is not worth it. Not if you have it. done it, God is a forgiving God. Yes. yes. He is a forgiving God. He forgave me, and he will forgive you. Absolutely. That's a great way to end this episode with forgiveness. Can we pray with you today? Father, whatever our sister friends are facing right now, any of those that are facing seasons of dryness or winterness in their marriages, um, maybe some that may be watching that are facing a divorce because of their own indiscretion. God, we just pray that uh, forgiveness, reconciliation, and healing will be released to them today, that they will know that they're not alone and that you um, have uh, offered and given them the grace and the forgiveness uh, to be all that you've called them to be in their individual lives and for the world. 
And so, Father, we just thank you that you always receive us. Even in our worst state, you always receive us. And so we thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you, ladies, for watching. Thank you, ladies, for being at the table. Thank you for your transparency. And uh, join us next week at Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I am so glad you decided to join us for this week's conversation. Adultery, although devastating and damaging, does not have to be the end of the road for your marriage, sister. Prayerfully, we have provided you with insight in dealing with the adultery and given you some tools to help restore a happy, healthy marriage. If you've been encouraged by this episode of Sister Friends Cups and Conversation, please continue to share, tell somebody, join us next week, and follow us across all our social media platforms. I want to take a minute and thank our local guy co in Shreveport for being our sister friend first sponsor.